Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitz. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is time once again for another rendivorous episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This is episode number 212? Am I saying that right? Yes, sir. 212 episodes? Mm-hmm. Ah, I forgot what episode it was, so I... Uh, Throw that out there just to check. My name is Steve. I am at 1600 Bucks Layer Place, right in the Bucketorium with... Kurt is here, as always. Doug is here, also. Moneybags, Mark Reif. I'm here. And our buddy Scotty Sullivan is in the house, in the studio, if you will, for the first time ever. Welcome, my friend. What's up? Oh, good God. <laughs> nice spit can. Would you spit a tooth out? We are in Sherrard, Illinois. Beautiful, Sherrard, Illinois. But you're like from like Geneseo, Kelowna, so you must have spit a tooth in there. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, I probably did. All right, <laughs> upscale oh, rednecks, raging yes. hillbilly in here. Yes. We uh, uh, this is uh, technically a three day weekend podcast. This is a Friday night for, for some of you. us. You 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying myself. It's cold for, uh, light. <laughs> for people who actually work real jobs, uh, we got to go to work tomorrow. Ain't that right, uh, yeah, right. tenors? Huh? Yeah, tenors. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> hey, see, the tenors outweigh the uh, office jockey and the. You guys uh, just build the buildings that people do real work in. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and then and then and then <laughs> these guys complain like, man, it's too hot in here. All right, we'll pay us. We'll come fix it, bro. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah. That's why I guess they pay you less. Want to wallow in sadness? <laughs> they pay you less so the real jobs can be performed and the shit buildings you guys make yeah we're always shit on <laughs> i'm just kidding guys matter for fun. Fun. episode 212 good lord did you ever have two 12s in your uh, vehicle i had 112 one time yeah 112 i had two 12s no 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 i lied right to your face i had two 10s they were mtx's no one cares about that tell me about your veteran shout out this week steve do you want to hear about that vet shout i would out? love to people would love to hear if you'd like why well, steve's pulling that up veteran shout out go to workingclassbowhunter.com Hit the contact form, and then scroll down. Hit the veteran shout-out form. It can be active duty or a veteran, anything. Just submit it in there. Give us some info. There's everything you need. Help us pronounce names. Good. Hold on. Pineapple. Okay, we're good. If you're about to sneeze, say pineapple. You won't sneeze. It's wild, but it works. The vet shout-out this week is uh, Petty Officer 3rd Class Dan Bagley. He's a jet mechanic on uh, on the aircraft carrier Ranger. Uh, shout out from his son, every episode listener Brian Bagley. Hey, that name's ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. Want to uh, thank Dan Bagley for his uh, service <laughs> to this country. Do without this podcast or without your service, we couldn't do this podcast. Without this podcast, I know you guys don't want to go into the service. I'm just kidding. Shameless plug. <laughs> Dude, we love our vets more than anything on this uh, on this earth. Um, seriously, guys. Everything that you do, you go, uh, you sign up, sign that blank check, and you're like, yeah, let's go. I'm willing to do whatever I got to do for the country and the people I love in it, and we love you for that. So thank you for your service to this country, Dan Bagley. Seriously, man, thanks, man. all of us. We Pre- love it. Yeah. Appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for the support of our show. Um, if you listen to our show and you love it, go to iTunes, wherever you listen. Give us a rating or review. Um for a few more days from the release date of this podcast, our stocking cap is 20% off. I think the code is lucky cap. Um, all one word. Yep, all one word. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for supporting. Hope you guys enjoy. We always just try and have a good time. It's not always about tips and tactics. Those are important at times. But it's also about having fun because that's what hunting camp is. When you sit down at hunting camp, it's not always like, I'm going to tell you about how to find sheds. And if you don't do this, you're not going to find any. No, you have fun. Yeah. It's what it's all about. Um, you know, we have those episodes, but there's times where we're going to kick back. We're going to do a little bit of both on this episode. Um, we want to bring the fun. Right. And we, we want to do shit that no other hunting pod- podcast does because there are a thousand of them now. And uh, we just do what we do. We That's do what right. we always have done. As Chase Ralston would say, they're pushing the envelope. And I, I fuck the Buzzbus family. <laughs> See what I mean? He's right. Hey, and I, I tell Chase all the time. Damn, bro. jumping right back in it. I, 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 I go, Chase, dude, bro, you're old. Nobody mails shit anymore, dude. We're pushing the email. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chase slaps you, and then Big Mike punches you in the face. Yeah, well, whoop Big Mike's big ass candy ass. Shout out Rubline Marketing. Shout yeah. out Big Rubline Marketing. But this particular episode, dude, we're gonna have fun with. We could not do it without the homies over at Elite Archery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, them rituals are moving out, oh, and they're moving so quick. Sick. And there's a new ritual shirt, and 
Did you see the Sons of Synergy shirt? What is that? I haven't seen that one. I saw it. The Sons of Synergy. Dude, it's, it's, what? it's, it's I didn't even know. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, go look it up on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Elite Twitter. put it out? Yeah, bro. Sons of Synergy. Sons of Synergy. Why am I saying yeah, bro? Sounds like something I must own. <laughs> okay, Dude. someone, someone pull it up. I'll pull, pull that up. It's no, on Elite's Instagram. It's pretty sweet. Pretty yeah. Continue with it. Okay, am I right? Tell yeah, me no, why I need sick. to go shoot the Elite Archery at my local dealer. Tell well, you need why. to go, dude, because if you want to shoot a bow and you got an elite dealer and you're like, man, we just don't got that uh, the Victory X in. Ooh, some, okay, I'm into that. All right, you like that? Send yeah, that so they could be, uh, they could be like, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, Elite has a program where if you want to shoot a particular bow, you go on their website, say, hey, look, this is the bow I want to shoot, and this is my draw length, this is my poundage. They're going to send that bow out to your dealer, and you'll be able to shoot it. Who else is doing that? Who else is doing that? If it were me and I did that, and a company is going to bend over backwards, man, I would fork out the money right there because that's showing they're like, hey, we trust you enough. Why don't you go ahead and buy this? But again, <laughs> again, they don't want you to sit there and like, oh, he's so like, much. thank you, working class boner, for yeah. the plug. Yeah, but, but again, it, you know, they, they, you all, do so much. Everybody that's there is like, they're, Steve's they're, doing a great job. Dude, they're not like, hey, man, we want to set you up with, uh, with something that doesn't fit you because even if something's the best, like, I'll tell you what, dude, like, um, it's so good it doesn't need dampeners. It doesn't need to be silenced. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But maybe it doesn't. Fit you right because you've got a weirdly short arm, <laughs> and maybe Steve. another bow. Maybe another bow Steve. fits you better. I'm just saying, dude. Speaking for a friend, that's bro. how you know. That's how you know. That's, that's why I call friend. them homies. That's how you know they're looking out for you because they're like, hey, look, we want you to try. Check exactly out EliteArchery.com. Yes. Check out Elite Archery. Yeah. It might be the perfect bow for you. It might not be. They have a lot of bows. That's what Steve's trying to say. Shoot all of them. You might like one. You might yeah. try it. Like I guarantee you probably will. This I'm podcast is also brought to you by and Sin Crusher. Couldn't do this podcast without Sin Crusher, man. And literally, I, I mean, because I came straight from work. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's changed the way that I do scent control. It really has. All of us, I think, in the studio oh, here. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for, sure. for sure, the bag, man, has it's been a game changer. That's really all we can say is it, there's no more musty smell in your hunting clothes, like especially during there's that no. that week of November where you're on vacation, you're hunting hard. You put your clothes in the bag, you're on a cycle, it's done. You don't have to wash them. You don't have to take the day to wash all your clothes so it's fresh before that day that you've been waiting for all year long. You just do it every night. Dude, how old school are you that it takes all day to do your laundry? Well, after you hunt it all day, you come home, it takes all night to Oh, okay, to okay. I, get, I get what you're saying. We know that because everyone here actually hunts yeah. but you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Steve's just not putting Bro, it Bro, I don't spend all day because I've Boom. been using the scent. That's the first time I've ever cleaned any clothes. Check out com. Steve doesn't know what it's about, but we do. Um, also, HHA in the business. I know what this is all We've about. We've got a lot of questions about HHA lately. Mm-hmm. Um, their YouTube has a bunch of great videos with the man, Candy Scott Bakken. Um, great informative video. Shows you how how to utilize your site the best way, how to site it in. And any questions, just contact HHA on a single pin if you're curious about going onto that realm of archery. Uh, single pin is a, is a big deal for uh, target archery, for long-distance shooting. Uh Really, once you get comfortable with that setup, in my opinion and my personal experiences of lately, it's the best way to be accurate or to take your archery skills to the next level. Scotty's in here shaking his head yes. Um, He's newly into the target game. We need to get his ass off of whatever he's shooting now now, now, and get out and get him. I see what he's shooting. Hey, by the way, by the way, if Scott Bakken, the man, the actual piece Mm -hmm. of candy, what kind of candy would he be? 
I want to see where you rank him Reese's. as man candy. Yeah, I got weird candy taste, though. You know what I mean? Uh, that, let's hear it, dude. He's that raspberry. <laughs> that raspberry? That's not even candy, idiot. Fruit. Uh, dude, Le- yeah, it is. Lemon, what do you what do you, lemon drop? It's like like no, like some weird I, I, candy. I'm like a, a gummy candy dude. Like he's like he's gummy sharks, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, give me a give me a fist bump. I ate gummy sharks on the way here. Hey, what flavor is gummy sharks? Nobody knows. <laughs> Shark, dude. Oliver. I'm ranking him more Shark. like uh, you always get him like two Easter for a dollar eighty nine. Scrum diddly umption. Reese's, yeah. dude. Easter Reese's egg candy eggs egg are, are the best. I'm going. I'm going. I'm so going. He's a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. What flavor? Watermelon oh. for sure. Everybody loves the watermelon ones. Oh. The only reason I, I say raspberry, he's cherry, is because Hasbro <laughs> makes a blackberry and raspberry gummy. Oh my god, dude! And it is delicious, dude. You, you haven't even yeah. been on this podcast what ten minutes? You're already sucking. No, I don't on. care about that. Lay, lay Shut up. Okay. So, so you could have said Butterfinger. You could have said Butterfinger BB. Okay, watch this. Butterfinger sucks, dude. Check out Elite Archery, Scent Crusher, and HHA Sports. <laughs> Thanks for go. supporting our show. Yeah. Moving along with the podcast. Well, hold on, Oof. bro. I got to plug something else. Jeez. I'm sorry I have <laughs> yeah. to. In case you didn't catch the lives. You're such a b-hole. <laughs> plug your b-hole? <laughs> <laughs> well, two plugs. Thank you uh, to the homie Dan Fisher for getting us a uh, growler of pseudo soup. Dan? Dan. Dan the man. That dude's a boss. Okay, thanks, thanks, Dan. And if you're listening to this, oh, yeah, tell about probably your, on Friday. Tell about your comedy night. So on Saturday, March 31st, 2018, I am going to be headlining the Grease Monkey brand new place they put up like less than a year ago in Kelowna, Illinois. Nine o'clock. No cover. Uh, check it on Facebook if you uh, message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter if you need more information. The Grease Monkey in Kelowna, Illinois. Nine o'clock. No cover. I, they've got great food. Some good beer. Great burgers, man. Yeah. I'm going to be up there telling some jokes about ancient aliens, some golf, and jokes and some bow jokes. hunting jokes. I've got like probably got a good jokes for you. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a good, uh, I've got a good hunting set. So, uh, come out here and spaghetti, spaghetti. sport them. Mom's spaghetti. Heckle me. Yeah, dude, you could try. He's a weak. You'd be a tough one to heckle, man. Dude, be, people have tried. I've been heckled before and yeah i'm over there telling like you know sweet jokes like i'm i'm sweet jokes. i'm like a i'm a prick when i'm up there and yeah people have heckled me and they've found out that is a bad thing to do because when i am in power and i feel like there's nothing that can stop me i say shit that i could probably get the you're pretty much hitler yeah. yeah well depends on what political party you believe in and if you believe that david hogg which by the way uh, uh don't okay. forget to renew oh, your God. new nra membership because uh don't let, a 17, don't let a 17 year old kid tell you what you can and can't this do. week's nra support your in your second amendment <laughs> segment brought to you by david hogg go fuck yourself yeah. join the nra <laughs> piece of shit did you see this did you see this where they're like uh he had a clear backpack and there's a dildo in yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's a violation of my first amendment rights like yeah what 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 did you think was going to happen when you cried to the federal government now they're taking your rights away what did you think was going to happen you dumb little shit but the little girl is uh, up there and she's like saying something and she's got the cuban flag on there it's like oh no it's heritage i'm like wait didn't you guys tear down statues for people because they had the confederate flag Okay, we're not morons. we're not in here to get into i'm political just fight. saying no just this, saying bro this podcast 212 that's not part of my stand-up act, actually. I play the uh, left-leaning guy. <laughs> <laughs> For all you who uh, didn't okay. want to come see me do stand-up let because move, of that. Let just me move saying. this along, Steve. This podcast, longtime friend Scotty Sullivan's in the house. What's up, dude? Thank you for coming. 
What's going on, dude? It's been a long time. We've been wanting to get you in here. You, did you think it was a broken po- promise that we were never going to fulfill? I can't talk. I, I thought it was one of those things. Yeah, I kind of thought it was like that. You did? Yeah. I was like, <sighs> man, that sucks. I hate like, it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get on there. You know, you, we're gonna we're gonna bring you in and uh, never fucking just. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> I hated to break that to you, dude. You were guess the, what? Now I hate, here I am, <laughs> dude. You, you were at the party and you're like, oh man, dude, I'm excited. I'm doing the podcast with you. I go, ooh, Kurt didn't tell you. It was well, like a couple days. <laughs> I think I, I had to go to that shoot. I had to I had to do that shoot. No, yeah, so yeah. we so, scheduled yeah, it like a week here's the thing, week you're, earlier. You're busy. Well, yeah, I, I hate to be that dude, but we're busy, man. We're you're here though. Oh, for sure. But thank mm-hmm. you for coming. We we met through deer, oh, through mutual friends. But yeah. we both had a common interest in deer hunting, so we kind of oh, hit yeah. it off. But the um, connections are like really deep in here because it's wild. Yeah, so I measured. We met through a mutual friend, Landry Crane. Yep. I think he casually listens, but he trolls us, which is hilarious. Yeah, he's a jackass. He's a jackass, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's a great dude. He's a great dude. Yeah. And then that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And you have a ten pointer that is a giant, yeah. a one hundred seventy two inch typical Toby. ten. Toby. Is that what you call him? Yeah, call him Toby. Gorgeous. Yeah. Wasn't that your first it. buck? That was my first buck when I was 16 years old. Shmoses. It's a giant. Ooh. I'm. It looks way bigger, but he's just kind of spindly. He's not spindly, but he's a 172-inch spindly, if you get, yep. that can be possible. Yeah. Yep. You know, he's a gorgeous dude. His tines are so tight and close together and tall that if you pinch the G2 and the G3, they almost touch. Like, yeah. he's flexible. Really? Yeah. Like, you're, you're afraid to break them off, but they touch. It's wow. yeah. yeah, it's Crazy. freaky. Wow. I, I measured that deer years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I 172 is that right? 173 and three quarter was that? Is wow. what you measured nope, him at? Nope, 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 nope. There's no three quarter. It's an eight. No. <laughs> what? Well, 173 was the official score or something like that. In eights, whatever yeah. eights is. Okay. Eights or whatever. Six eights. <laughs> so we call him 170. Keep it simple. There you go. 816. I call him 173. Yeah, 816. All I remember 21 is 21 and 816. He he's just bigger than Boone. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, and then lately, I noticed like you get obsessed with things. Like you grab things and you like get weird with them. Like, yeah, I'm terrible. You made like, <laughs> I'm terrible. You made like putters for a while and then you're, I, like, you're yeah. like into pinstriping for a bit. I I still, do, I your still Tinder do. dates hate you. I don't do Tinder. I don't do none of that. I'm really, you a grinder I'm really guy? proud of being single. It's for gay dudes. I'm really, I'm really good at being single. Like, You're a single dude, okay? So all the ladies out there, all the bow hunting ladies. Yeah. So you can get yourself a man that makes golf putters. Steve's into that, and then you can get a man that can pinstripe your Harley. And yep. then you got a guy that's into tournament archery and can tune a bow. Yep. Yep. The whole sure. package. So yep. get the whole package. He's got great hair. And a Fu Manchu, so. Yeah. <laughs> problem is, the biggest problem is he drives a Ford. Yeah. Do you hate it? It's his only downfall. <sighs> yes <is>. and no. <laughs> well, well, why yes? It's a 2016. There's nothing you should hate about that It's vehicle. nice and new, but it's also a pile of shit. A death trap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sucks. The throttle and the brake didn't work one time, and I was doing 70, and I was nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like, okay. Moving along. All right, well, let's, uh, let's <laughs> fun <move> times. <laughs> fun. Let's talk about. Like, but, all right, so that's your your connection. Now I want to get to like our connection because there's a hunting property that I hunt, and for the longest time I drove right past your house, had no idea. I always saw these jackasses out in front. You said there's a I, hunting property. Yeah. Like, no, that's Scotty's hunting property. Yeah, <laughs> there's Here's some it. woods to you, Steve. You're surrounded by me. 
Well, <laughs> That's true. I own it. Whatever. So, like, I, I drive past it, and I, I like, see it's Target. I'm like, I always wanted to just, like, stop and be like, hey, you guys seem, like, kind of cool, you know? And, and then I saw, like... I don't know. I saw a bunch of Ford trucks, and I was like, "Ah, this, these guys suck." Dude, hand no me way. a cola. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Steve got a. Can I call you out your your deer? Well, I have to now. See what I did? Well, let's hear it. Remember that one giant you got on photo? Yeah, huge. Did Scotty ever see that deer? It was probably the deer Mark killed this year. <laughs> I, I think you showed me a picture of it last year. I showed year. you a okay, picture so, of it. So how about this? On this one in this dude, like, you guys hunt relatively close. Steve, yeah. Scotty, and Mark. As the crow flies, realistically, yeah. me and Scotty yeah. are less than a mile. As the crow flies, me and Mark are... Four miles, maybe? Three? Four? Yeah, hell, not even that. So well, are you, are, Scotty, are you yeah. on the other end of Steve from Mark? I am on. Be, he's I'm on the west. Between. He's in between me. I'm and on Mark. the west yeah. and the east side of you, right where he wants to be. Yeah, the west. Oh, you saw, like you around him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? The property around Steve? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, and I never knew this, and I drove past, and like we we're, we're so talking, it butts up to each other. Kind of. Kind of. There's a housing no. addition in between. Yeah, but yeah, nobody hunts like, in between the no, properties. No, no. See, this is the best case scenario for you two. Like if you think about it, this is great news. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, somebody no somebody shot that deer this year really? on oh, Reese's property. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. someone boy. smoked it. What? 168 really? inches with a bow? Really? No gun season. Sucks. That deer died this year. Outlaw gun season. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. you can't say that. It's a bold statement. <laughs> Do you think it was, was he? I say it. Was he bigger than <laughs> that picture I showed you? Or? Yeah, he was another. Was it the same year? No, it was no. the year after. Yeah, Dang. he was bigger. Wow! Damn, can you pull a picture of that? Yeah, I got, I got. Um, Steve's writing it down. I could try you don't got to right now. We can do it after. Yeah, no we, we, no one, we can get one after. So okay, that deer's dead. Okay. Yeah, he's, so, he's, he's sorry, he's Steve. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, dude, Did you, you know, know that? Steve? But it was. I, I had no idea. I asked you about it. Um, like, it, I think it was our shit. It would have been our party a year ago. I think that's when we found it. When I found out, and then I was I was showing you that I'm like, dude, have you ever seen this deer? And you're like, no, had you I've ever seen had. it before, Scott? Did you did you even know about I've never, it? I've never seen them before. Um, I got a couple bucks on my property that I have seen a lot that are that big, or yes, yeah. Um, but this buck in particular, I haven't seen him. He was a giant, typical ten, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and because Steve showed me a picture, it was like a shitty Bill Busby's wild game ooh, trail camera I photo. Can sure, it takes clear pictures of does. This I have, yeah, yeah, no shit. I have the picture from the guy that shot him. Oh, you do have it? Yeah, really? Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah, when, we got a we'll when, big 10. Well, yeah. you pulled that up. We plugged the SD card into the studio computer here, and I'm like, dude, that's a Boone and Crockett, man. Deer. You're dancing all right around Boone. I'm like, 172 to 74. Right. Like, you're yeah. in there as a typical. And uh, we all guessed about that, and mm-hmm. we were all pretty close, apparently, because he's, what, 168 ish? Yeah, yeah. Your, your he's buddy. Right, he's right at 168. He's a big dude. <sighs> What's, uh, what the hell is your buddy's name um, who killed that giant muley? Uh, huh? I used to hunt with them all the time. We've never done a podcast with them when we need Jim to. Burns? Jim Burns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You screenshotted that to me because I, I was at work, and you're like, you need to go hunt this because Jim said this deer's probably 172 inches. Is yeah, what, Jim, I, I, Jim Burns is always, like, right in there on score, like, always. He's the dude that's like, what's that score? He'll just be like, oh, it's this. Yeah, and you're like, you. Jim, you're like, Jim said this is 172 inches. You need to be after this deer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, that's the thing. You said something to me 
I mean, shit, it was a couple weeks ago about having big deer on property. Oh, it's about shed hunting. I'm trying to get you to go shed hunting because you suck. And Steve's like, and you said something about something about having deer. And I go, you have a bigger deer on trail camera than I've ever gotten. I've never got a typical Boone and Crockett on, on trail camera ever. Steve's like, I never hit up Scott to go shed hunt. Yeah. Why, <laughs> I, hit, I hit up Mark all the time yeah. to go shed hunt. Yeah. And if he can't, he can't. The, but yeah. when, the times he does, Steve sucks. Do you want me to go shed hunting with you? Yeah, if you want to. All right, let's talk about. Maybe you can you, Snapchat him when you're driving by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at your house. Yeah. Um, let's get to know Scotty. So everyone knows Scotty so far as like our friend. Tell people about you. Where'd you grow up? He's like, I actually am not any. Where'd you grow up? I hate you. Tell us about yourself, and then how'd your season go? I'm gonna. Also, I hit you with three. Have you ever ate Casey's? So, it's pizza a loaded before. question for a drunk guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Have you? It's well, a loaded question for a loaded guy. I, uh, have you ever ate Casey's pizza before in your life? That's a stupid question, dude. So far, this guy is a slam dunk. Good Shut guy. your mouth for five minutes. Thank you. Your time starts now. I uh, I grew up <laughs> when I was younger. I grew up in Kelowna, Illinois. Ugh. Um. Coming to the show this Parents, Saturday, the old yeah, I probably will. All right, unfortunately, yeah, probably will. <laughs> um, grew up majority of my life in Port Byron, Cordova, Rapid City, all that area, Illinois. Yep, mm-hmm. Illinois, all that river bottom stuff, and uh, hunted around there. My stepdad, my stepdad got me into it, and uh, that's pretty much it. Moved out to Geneseo about. Four years ago, um, got a bunch of property around me by luck, for well, sure. Around me, apparently, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> by better luck, because this I'm motherfucker a, ain't killing shit. I'm a, <laughs> I am a whore for property, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I, will, I, will I do, would do some really sketchy things, yeah. man. Yeah, not, I mean, sketchy, but not real sketchy. It's like, hey, I'm Kurt. You're a farmer. Where's your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll lick her. Sketchy, but not, but not prison sketchy, right? Um, uh, all legal. Got some got joint. some good property around me, and uh, that's pretty much been it. Um, okay, that breaks it down. You're being, like, super simple, which I, I respect. Yeah. Cause I'm, that's a, like, I'm a simple guy. That's man. a story, like, though. Like, that's like the Midwest story. Like, yeah. you do, the hunter. You do yeah. have a really cool setup for your house, and it's, it's like, it's. Well, hold on. I want, I want to uh, cut well, into some things here. I want to talk. He didn't talk about a season yet. No, but, uh, but no, I want to talk no, about him yet. as a person. I want to cut into his house here in a minute. I got, a, I got a thing we got to bring up. No, okay. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to blow out where you live, but. Yeah, don't, DM, don't do DM, that. DM, I've already had it blown out already, so don't. Tell us about your season, Scotty, cause here's the thing. Like, yeah, you're not on a show, but you're in. You're a guy that hunts that we're friends with, and that's what it's all about. He's on man. a show now. Yeah. <laughs> You're on a show now. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like the cool thing about regular dudes talking about their season is people relate to it, mm-hmm. and people are going to be like, this guy sucks or he doesn't. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's just, no, seriously, this guy sucks or he doesn't. It's all relatable stuff. you know. It's, yeah. it's every year, no matter how good you are, most guys don't get to go to state to state to state and hunt outfitter 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 and have a great season like oh i'm in kansas for three weeks my season in kansas sucked but i go to nebraska and i killed a booner first day yeah you know it's not we don't get that we're in for the most part we're in illinois and you either have a good season or you have a bad season or you have a bad season that turned into a good season vice versa it's you are at sake of just what happens in Mm -hmm. where you hunt it's not like you get to have a shitty time in illinois then you go to Colorado and kill a muley. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. That's not every year for us. Yeah, I, just, I uh, I've had a lot of years that I don't see anything 
at all. Yeah. Um, this year, I shot, I shot a doe opening morning. Great. Took work Crushed off. It. Did it. I mean, heart shot. Everything. I mean, everything fell into play. Wait, this season you took a Sunday off. Wasn't opening day. Opening day was I'm pretty a Sunday. sure it was like a Monday. It was Sunday, bro. I might have took Monday off too. Oh, you. It was a Monday. I so I took Monday off. So it might have been October second or something like that. Oh, okay. Because because you're working a goofy. I remember shift. I, I took a day off. I, was I know I do took that. a day off. Well, that's a guy, Steve. Fuck. Well, no, 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 Because I, I want like busting his balls about like, shit, man. Something. I don't know what day it was. What's the like, guy talking? Because I remember. It. God, <laughs> what a dick! I, hey, you know what Steve <laughs> didn't do? He didn't kill one on the first day he hunted. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh, shut up! Yeah, I could. <laughs> fuck out of here. October first was a Sunday. You want me to bring up the bet? You're gonna lose. Shut up. Let our guest talk, son. I just want to say, take off that golf hat, you fag. I shot a doe opening morning. I'm just kidding. I just did. <laughs> right? I'm just kidding, Scotty. I'm sorry, but I, I got my doe opening morning. That was one big goal that I wanted to do was opening morning. Got it done, crushed it. Went to work the rest of the week. The next weekend, shot another doe. Freezer is damn near full. So you're like, good there. You're good. There. Yeah, like I got my freezer. Like that's what I live off of is deer meat. Mm-hmm. Like that, <laughs> I love deer meat. <laughs> likewise, like, likewise, I don't buy beef from the store. Like no, screw that. Like, it tastes weird, right? Weird people. I've worked at Tyson before. I ain't eating that shit. Like, <laughs> you know about it. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Dude, like, you go in there. Oh, like they got man. some weird stuff going on, dude. Oh, for sure. And You've been oh, at the plant out there. Over here. Yeah, I've, I've done some Oof, work out there. Doofa. All right, let's discuss. We can get to that later. Bring it back up. Um, Write it down. No, don't bring it back up. <laughs> so November hits, and I got a full week off of work, and I'm I'm getting ready to go. Everything's everything's planning out first time mm-hmm. in my life that I think everything's planning like, out like that's, normal. That's your biggest you, mistake right there. Do you mean like trail cam pictures and trail cam, like everything deer on camera, like everything like I have girls are replying to every us. Every text. Yeah, no shit. You're, you're saying like the down. script is being read. Like it everything, feels like how it should feel. Like some, like some Clint Casper stuff. Like <laughs> everything is getting rolled out. Like yep. everything is going good. I come home November 6th, after work. Yeah, I remember this. After work, I went to Menards. I was redoing my bathroom. That whole week, I was taking off to redo my bathroom and hunt. That was it. Come on, you hunted more than you redid your bathroom, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I hired somebody else to do my bathroom. Is that we don't work? I got to redo my bathroom so I can get my house ready. So I I could do some deer hunting. That's uh, awesome. I come back home. My uh, my doors kicked into my house. It was open. You came home. Yeah, yeah. My garage door was kicked open. Uh, the house door from the garage was kicked open. Uh, my bow was gone. All my stuff was gone, and it was just like shit. So what? You came home. You pulled up. Did you see it right away? I pulled around the garage door, and so the week. Two weeks prior, my hunting clothes were stolen off of my front porch. So, oh, no, okay, I so, thought that's what you were talking about, dude. So, I remember no. when that, oh, well, shit. So you had your clothes, like, out to, like, air yeah, dry. Yeah, air dry, like, out from my house, like, all the scents from my house, like, they're out on the porch. Oh, dude, I thought that's what you were Let referencing. I didn't, I didn't no. know this shit happened. Every, everything was gone, and I called my dad. I mean, I called all my closest buddies and was like, are you playing some sick joke on me? Because I'm going to 
I'm gonna whoop your ass if you did. Right, right. Like <laughs> serious biz. Like you don't you don't mess around with this stuff. Like this is what I take serious all right. year. Like from spring to hunting season, this is what cameras. The it's food a build plots. up. It's a build up. Yeah, like take I, the truck, I look forward set, to this. Yeah. Take the truck, set the house on fire. Don't fuck up my shut your stuff. mouth for a bit, Steve. Yeah. I want to hear a story. For and fuck's I'm sake. trying to hear it too. So, <laughs> bro, I after that week. <laughs> I, I reinforced, I redid all my locks in my house, did everything, the whole nine yards. I come home with some drywall from Nards one night, and uh, my garage door's kicked open. All that stuff's kicked open. Oh, man. My, uh, my bow's gone, and my backpack is gone. I got Ozonics. Oof. So your Ozonics, your bow, all your clothes. Everything. I mean, they whoever took it, was like I got your clothes. I went and bought new clothes like right after that because mm-hmm. I was like I still have my I gotta hunt like yeah like and I I work I work for a bow shop mm-hmm. during like on the weekends and stuff like so they help me out big time R and R Sports like they help me out big time mm-hmm. like I went and got all my stuff I hunted and the next like two weeks later I come home. And my house is broke into. Like, if you ever had your house broke into, dude, it is the biggest violation. Like, the big weirdest feeling. Oh, dude. Like, you could. Yeah. It's got to shake you to the core, dude. Man, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I've been mad before, but I've never been that mad. And, like. I would have cried, dude. Yeah. I, I was. I was bawling my eyes out because my. I mean, I put so much time into tuning a bow and setting up a bow it's your passion yeah yeah you like pour this, your is, heart this is what i love it. to do this is what i put all year into to just do oh, this right, for a couple right. months a year dude that's why i set up a grenade and right on a tripwire in front of my front door raccoons and cats on the daily <laughs> I, I talked to my dad i was like I, I, it's an act of terrorism to do that pretty so, much is oh dude. it is dude. yeah, yeah. So break I, can't, a man. I can't do nothing like that but we should i thought about it but <laughs> you know that's damn dude that's you can, you can steal my old lady just don't steal my bow hunt shit dude. no dude, shit dude. Oh, that's if, all, yeah it's, 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 <laughs> Jesus, the thing is it's not like <laughs> you know what i mean you can no, get another old lady yeah, yeah. you gotta buy a new yeah, bow right, yeah <laughs> This you've game, already, your old lady, yeah. you already worked for it once. But, yeah, bows but, are easier to But deer season, man, you work for it every oh, year. Yeah, dude. dude, so this yeah. shit, what, what day was this, like mid-November or during November the 6th at 6.20 oh. p.m. <laughs> what did you, oh my gosh. Dude, so, you need cameras, like live, like every, uh, security cameras. Try, try it now. Yeah. I, I bet anybody, try it now. Yeah. So what, bear traps. What did, yeah. what did you ever find out? No one, you never found the guy? Nothing, um. Honestly, nothing. I uh, I called the sheriff. What bow? Tell your what bow got stolen? Can you can you spit the game here? It's a uh, Matthews Halon thirty two. It's what? a black riser with Ridge Reaper limbs. What color? You, what draw length? Yeah, string um, color. Twenty eight inch draw length. Black zebra string strings on it from the factory. Um, if you see that bow, would you recognize it? Oh, dude! Whoever brought, I hope somebody brings it in R and R. So oh, oh, yeah. dude, that'd be awesome. Wait, no, oh, man. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. We should have thought about this. Well, it's all right. It's all right. Every from the state of Iowa to the state of Illinois knows about this bow because I've sent all my info. 
to every shop around here. It went online, dude, I bet. Oh. Or some dude just got it hidden down, and he's just keeping it to himself, and that's what he's hunting with. I hope he hunts next year. I hope he falls out of his stand yeah. and gets a broadhead to the neck. He deserves yeah. it. Gets yeah. one of them whack'em broadheads to his <laughs> neck and just bleeds out, and I find him, and I strip all my stuff off of him, and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> like, good for you, dude. You did it. It's one of those things, man, because... Bow hunting is a is a passion sport or hobby or however you pursue it. It's in the blood, man. It's, it's a the, lifestyle. Well, that it too, is. and it's like you don't just side in a bow. Like you, get, so the feeling is you get a new bow, and, and everybody here could probably agree with it. Like you get a new bow, you start sighting it in, oh. and the love. It's almost like a man. This is going to sound weird, but everyone's going to understand it. It's a love relationship that tapers on with that piece of equipment. Like you have a connection. I get. And maybe this is just me personally. I've talked to other guys that don't get sentimental with their equipment. I do personally. I get pretty mm-hmm. sentimental with my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like my bows, each bow I have, like I. And this is gonna sound also pretty crazy, <laughs> but every, but I, I got to remember. Most people might agree. Maybe I'm the only one that does this. They got names. I atta- well, not a name, <laughs> but I like attach a. Uh, I guess I don't know the word. Like a person, like a lucky charm. Yeah, that little thing that hangs off the. Um, it's not the. Uh, well, elix- I, I do have a. I do have a charm I put on every bow. It follows me from bow to yeah, bow. Yeah, that's that what you're, you're talking about. Yeah, that little uh, little gimmick that hangs out there. Yeah. No, but I. I think each bow has like me and a and that bow have a connection to where it's that bow has a personality in a way that that bow carries itself in what it is into what when I'm connected to it. There, it's like a romance and mm-hmm. and. You ever like uh, like archery is a romantic type sport? Is it is like um, yeah, dude. Since I've been shooting a bow, the history of the bow and arrows um, is a book. It's um, the history of the the founders of Pope and Young. The history of the bow and arrow is a book, and that's how they describe it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it really is. It it is, and it's kind of like a romantic relationship, and not like a a weird sexual way, but like a. I can't really just explain like the it. Facebook thing. I'm in a relationship with my bow. It's yeah, personal. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's like a so it's a, it's a time in your life where you're experiencing. Here's the something thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. And, you're and, and I, it's like yeah. a weird thing. Like you don't want. You would never just let a stranger mess with your bow. No, no, no. Here's the no. thing. Here's it's the not thing. a regular. It's not like a regular item. Like, no, I, you're you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get mad at me because I'm gonna because you guys keep getting mad at me. No, you're gonna dumb it down. Bring it's gonna be great. Bringing up golf, but dude, your clubs. Are part of you. They fit you. Just don't do it. You. Why don't you just compare something to archery? Listen, listen. Besides the golf. Same, the same thing with archery. <laughs> dude. I get what, it, dude. I get why what, golf compares to archery. Well, not, yeah, but. I don't but, hate golf. I hate golf because you like golf. That's oh, always shut up. Dude, I'm, you <laughs> know, I'm going to start hating your wife, so you hate her. I'm going to start liking your wife, so you hate her. <laughs> I wish your wife didn't have red hair. So, I mean, maybe you can change oh, that for well, me. I, 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 I wish your wife's Sorry, uh, last name wasn't Geyer. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds creepy. Yeah. No, no, no. But it's the same thing. It's like you get so attached to your equipment to do something that you love. Like, obviously, you go out and do something you love. Like, have you ever went to uh, – when's the last time someone's like, hey, you want to go shoot bows? And you're like, yeah. And they go, okay, they're going to have bows there. Yeah, right. it's, it's not that yeah. interesting right. but if somebody's like hey dude do you want to come play Aug- well Augusta's a bad uh, say somebody's like hey do you want to come out to Arizona and play one of the finest golf courses ever oh hell yeah and they go we'll have clubs for you it's not as it, you don't want to do it I mean would you go on a hunting trip and someone's like we'll provide the rifles and the bows you don't want to do that shit man I get you, you get such a you get kind of a such rough a analogy. love 
with yeah, the equipment that you use to do stuff. And it's the fact that it's, you the ball it's your one, equipment and you have hours into it. Yeah, you of do. just shooting it's, and shooting because you, and shooting. You, you, you and get that precise. understanding right. how you were shooting. Get your but, like a golf thing. club. Get here's, your grip tape. Listen here, fuck off. If <laughs> hey, right. fuck off for a minute. Picture you? this: so a pistol. Say you get a new pistol and you yeah. go out and shoot your pistol. A nice high range. point. Yeah, we get a nice high point. You go out and shoot a pistol. <laughs> you feel the pistol. You get it. You get it tuned in. You you come familiar with your new pistol. You go grab your bow. You sight your bow in 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever you, gotta, you sight into. 20 and 60 if you shoot HHA. Way different feeling to your bow compared to your gun. Oh, There's sure. a deeper care and passion for the archer equipment than there is the gun. Oh, yeah, because you can drop your gun and it's not going to fall off the cables. <laughs> I mean, that's I can, one thing. You, well, you, it's you, just, no, but that's not what it's about, though. I'm it's about yeah. the deep connection with your equipment. Like, you got to see. Steve, like where I'm getting at I'm here. I'm screwing like, with you, dude. I get where you're going. I'm just trying to get your goat. I'm I know. You're about to get knocked you. out on a podcast. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast so everyone could see it. Dude, people can hear it. <laughs> I'll turn beat your mics. monkey ass, motherfucker, right <laughs> turn, now. Let's turn do Turn the mics up. Let's see if people hear me go to sleep, brother. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear a big hit, and then it's like, hey, Steve here. Kurt went night-night. <laughs> <laughs> People will be like, man, this podcast turned around for the better. Dude, if, if Mark Steve. starts sleeping to hear that mic's going to be. But, hey, no, dude, I, I get 100% what you're saying. So bouncing off that, yeah. I know you are. I'm just, I'm kind of fucking with you First back. First off, archery is not cheap anyways. No, 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 that's not. So, no, dude. That already hurts the wall. It right? sucks. Yeah. Hey, do you, know, do you have any guesses of who you think it is? Say their names right now. No, I don't say know. it. Don't say it. I don't. Kurt. No. <laughs> Somebody uh, because no. was anything else what? in your house stolen? What it no. They I didn't had, touch I nothing had, else? No I had, like money? I had guns sitting out. I had I mean Jesus Christ, how I many guns did you have now? Where they took it from, I have an entire archery room dedicated to just bow press, working on my bow, like getting ready. Like I shoot three D like like everything goes towards like me shooting my bow. Like that is my room. They went in there. They took my backpack. They moved my new clothes out of the way. Took my backpack and took my bow because they already had your clothes. Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like we already got. You your don't shit. Hey, I, hey, know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to be wrong. Room. I'll I, find I, out. I'll find out. And then when I do, oh man, your leg is broken. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be a prick. But did you recently break up with a chick and is she dating a new guy? Yeah. Damn, son. I'm not a fucking detective, but that'd be the first place I would look. But the dude she's with is like loaded as hell, and I can't. Doesn't really, matter. Dude. I can't. I can't see people. Money can't buy a woman's Every, love. Yeah, everybody I'm around is into the same thing I am. Listen, so it's like Scott. Man, like I, I don't know anybody that would. Do like it. I would have no reason to go into your house and take your shit. Cause no, because you you already have it. Like whole you, nations. You respect of like your respect of what yeah. we all do. And every season, yeah. like how it's how our seasons are broke up, like you have everything set forth of like what you're trying to do. Okay, right, hey, right. do you remember? That do you sucks, remember, dude? Yeah. Do you remember like, when Luca no Changretta no came in? No one's gonna go screw. Do you remember Luca Changretta came in season four of Peaky Blinders and said he knows what to hurt you the most? He wanted to kill everyone's family and leave him last. He didn't care. He could have killed him right off the bat. But he I, knew no I don't was. know what that is. He okay. had more money than anybody. <laughs> so, Scotty, moving they knew along. what would hurt you. I do. I'm, I'm, so, yeah. I'm trying to put the pieces yeah. together. So, after this whole what? shit went down, let's so, just say you bounce back. Yeah. Be on the lookout for a... How'd you did. bounce back? Be on the lookout for a bow, by the way. So, <laughs> I, I bounced back. I went 
uh, muzzleloader season. Yeah, I man. shot another doe. So I you're got done three bow, does. You're done bow hunting the whole Yeah, my, my stuff got stolen. That pretty much took the, the flight out of the sails right there. Damn it. Um, Which I can't blame you, dude. I've been yeah. in the same situation, yeah, it was, man. Yeah, it was depressing as shit. Um, but you did get another bow eventually. Yeah. You bounced gonna, back. I, I've had Ten. four other bows. You trade and buy and sell, and dude, I, you're all over the board, man. I can guarantee from last December to now, I've probably had seven different bows. If you're gonna, if How many do you have right now? Right now, I only have one. Okay, so tell it me is, this. It, it's, it, thank God. <laughs> because I'd be switching back and forth. Like, and it, it's not as good if you're gonna, If you're going to steal a bow from Scott, make sure it's between the summer hours. Like, November is the one time where you want a, one bow that's yeah, thanks. dialed in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, I'm just, I'm, Hey, I'm, I'm looking out for the next time someone robs you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... You got into the whole tournament archery game. You went from bow hunter like all of us, yep. to the tournament archery game. We've dabbled in the 3D, all of the podcast guys here, but we haven't jumped into like the ASA style mm-hmm. game. What well, is that like yeah. making that transition from like bow hunter to ASA tournament deal? And I want to add um, on to that. What made you decide? Like, were you just out shooting your buddies and they were like, "Hey, man, you should totally do this," or like, what made you decide to like, "Yeah, I, I want to do this shit." I uh, so I I shot. <laughs> What everybody call, long bars. I shot long bars when I was probably 12 years old. You're talking stabilizers. Stabilizers. Stabs. stabs. Yes. Stabs, The bro. old stabs. The old stabs, bro. Don't I call them the, stabs on the internet. I did that <laughs> indoor. Um, I learned from a couple of guys over at Davenport Valley Archers. Do you the yeah. indoor stuff? Hey, when we I shot was younger. that. Yeah, that place yeah. is nice. The indoor range. Yeah, over, yeah, over in there Bendorf. in Bendorf. Yeah. Dude, we didn't know it was there. The goofy thing is, if you ever go to this place, guys, and you're looking for uh, Davenport Valley Archers, when you pull up, you're gonna be like, "They shoot in that short ass building." Yeah, it's in the ground, dude. Yeah. We had no idea. It's a, it's a, it's a very good place to learn, and there's a bunch of good guys in there that will show you mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff about yeah, just the target side of archery. And that's where I kind of got my intro to it, and I got out of it. I went. I was like, I just want a deer hunt. Like, I don't want to do none of that. And um, I gave Mark uh, my Easton, my long stabilizer. I got a twenty-eight inch Easton mm-hmm. ACC stabilizer. Yep. I gave to you. That was the first long bar I ever had. And uh, Last year, I was like, I actually want to. I want to shoot my bow consistently all year round, but be ten times more accurate than right. what I ever was in hunting. And because why not? Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. archery is so fun. Like you might as well it, just yeah fine tune your craft. If you love shooting your bow, then just go, go do it. I'm about to hop right into that. Man. <laughs> I got my E35 in Dude, there that's getting it, set up. Yeah, you're right there. It, I still haven't got so it set up. Fun. I suck. Oh, it's conflicting schedules, but. Uh, well, it, it, it's so much fun to just shoot all year round and just keep that mindset of shooting your bow. And I remember being younger and not shooting my bow all summer or something. Yeah, it was like the casual. Uh, yeah, it was like, hunt. yeah, I'm going to go deer hunting now. Like, all right, what's a month out? Better get sighted in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, deer yeah. season tomorrow, better go shoot 50 arrows. But I'll tell you what, for the class that I shoot, I shoot open B. I shoot half unknown, half known. Like one day is known, one day is unknown, yes. or vice versa. Yeah, I can't use a range finder. And that's ASA. 
Yeah, that's ASA. Okay. Darren Christianberry. Okay, so Darren Christianberry only half hates you. By can, the way. can I do this? Yeah. <laughs> can, can we do this? Okay, let's verse back. You're you're going to your first ASA shoot. How did you learn about how you're going to do it? How did you know about the rules? Because I felt like that was my biggest challenge. Getting yeah, the into process. It. The process of learning the rules, what class you're going to shoot, and then actually getting the balls to go and shoot. And how'd you sign up? Because once stuff. you do it, I'm so, sure you're like, cool, okay, this is fine. I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. It was it was super nerve-wracking the first time like I ever went because you, you're shooting against people. Guys come from over from Europe. Oh, really? And, yeah, like it's international shoot. It's huge. Like you have every vendor from across the country. So lay there. me out yeah, like – Yeah, where was this like, first shoot at, by the way? Lay, here's what I want you to do. The, well, lay, lay me out like I'm going to do this. How did you learn about it, the shoot, where it was, and then, like, the so, process of going yeah. there? So how I, like that. how I got into it was I went to – I figured out who the closest, like, legit archery shop was. Like, who is legit into archery? Like, you have archery shops, and you have, like, legit archery shops. Like, yeah, you, you know have the pro difference. shops. Yeah. Like, so I figured out who the, pro, the closest pro shop was, and – I figured out who Mike Rathburn, one of my close buddies uh, who I go to shoots with, got me into it. Mm-hmm. He's the one that told me all about it. And I was like, I actually want to step forward and try to do this stuff and take it serious. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, well, this is what you need. And I was shell-shocked by the the, the sticker price of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like... You know, two grand for a bow setup for the class that I wanted to shoot. Mm-hmm. But I saved up. I, I got all that stuff. And now, I mean, you have, buy top of the line stuff, no worries, no problem. Um, yeah, I wish I had the job you had. Well, trading's a wonderful thing on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can trade everything, dude. Um, so I just got to shooting, and he showed me some form techniques and just getting into shooting long bars and weight ratios, and it just kind of started from there. And I was like, where's the first shoot at? And he's like, it's Foley, Alabama. Damn, that's a long I'm way like, away from that's same. I was like, dude. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, Foley, Alabama. Like, I've never been to Alabama. You're thinking around here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking like around here. Or something. Yeah, that was in Moline or some shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, we got to go to Foley, Alabama. And... Like, okay, well, that was kind of just when I started making enough money in my career. Well, how old were you at this time? Well, like, how long ago was this? It was last year, so I was 24. Oh, okay, last year. Okay, <laughs> so it's fresh. It's yeah, fresh. it's fresh, man. Fresh, man. And uh, he's like, you know, we'll split hotel costs and all that stuff, and he completely lied about the entry fee. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's 60 bucks. I'm like, perfect. Okay. Oh, did you forget go down there? It was like 130. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, that was 60 Another bucks 65. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I did that and got that all done. Wound up shooting and uh, I fell in love with it, man. Yeah. I mean. Were you scared of shit? Oh, man. Dude, it was nerve wracking. I mean. Cause you're, I, I entered into known forty five, so that's a bunch of dudes. Some dudes, pretty much sandbag in the classes, like are holding back a little yeah, bit. Like they're why, like, why so? Why? What, what's the point of sandbagging there? You can win money. Just so that, you make yeah. it to a shootout or something, yeah. and then you win your money. There's there. there's no shootouts in a class. 
like our classes, you you hit shootouts. Okay, and, I'm confused uh, on how they could win money by sandbagging. I, I guess I don't get it. I, you can win out of your class, but there's guys that won't won't win. Like they like hold themselves back and stay in a class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you yeah. need to be yeah. If you win a class, do you go? Are you automatically yeah? Supposed like to go say up to the next uh, level. It's like BMX racing. ABC. Yeah. Say so like, I compare it say to, like yeah. I win so much money in Open B, I have to move up to Open A, which is all unknown. Right. Out to un- oh. forty five yards, unknown forty five yards. All max forty five yards is max. Yeah. So you got you to take misses on purpose at that point. Then so the like, max yardage for yeah. Open forty five is the. Furthest it can be is forty five right, yards. Right. Depends. So they they do a variation of range finders. So they'll go lay out the course. Well, I bought, I got a Leopold twelve hundred RXI. Mm-hmm. You know, a really good range finder. So they vary it from all these different range finders, and it's like a three percent gainage between range finders. Really. So you could shoot targets. I think. Dude, Metropolis last year, I think I shot a 48-yard target. I don't know, but, man, it felt like that. I mean, my yardage felt right. But you could have thought it was 45, oh, is what man. you're saying? Well, like, you think, you're, you think your max is 45, but you get into it, and you're sitting there looking at it. You're sitting there looking at it, and you're like, there's no way it's 45. There's yeah. no way. Playing mind games with yeah. yourself. Dude, do you really think so Damn, dude, that's you sit, deep. You set two yards farther, and you wind up hitting, like, center 10, and you're like, I should have aimed at 12. Ooh. Like, I should have hit 12. Like, I should have aimed at that half-dollar size 12 ring at the lower of the 10. Mm-hmm. I should have so, hit that because my yardage was right. Like, I was right at 46 yards or 47 yards. So let me, so let me ask you. Uh, well, so there's some gameplay in it with a few yards. Yeah, would you oh, – yeah. Yard so yeah, so the the tip of the week is you know obviously if you're shooting 3D hunting, the same rangefinder you you know tune in with, use that because that like that three percent difference is huge. Yeah, don't use anybody else's rangefinder for anything. That shit is nuts. If you have I, your own rangefinder, go off that. That's it. Because man, if I if you shot with me. And you had a different rangefinder, will probably be a half yard to a yard off, and I'd be maybe on top two yards because off. I'm a better shot than you. But you know, yeah, sure. <laughs> I would love to see that shoot. I would like to see that off. Scotty would whoop your ass. Three D shoot with you, Scotty. Dude, that- yeah. you're trying to lose some more money. We we'll talk about our bet. <laughs> What's up? You want to go 100 bucks? I'm about to gain 100 from Kurt. I'll pay 200. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh <damn>. savage. <laughs> well, if you had to, okay, let me let's do this first. If you had to make a bet for a shoot, oh, you know we'll do this at the shoot. The working class bow hunter shoot is coming Aww. up June 9th. <laughs> oh, we will do this, brother. The shoot off. We'll throw a little lesser money because we know Steve's broke ass. Is that when me you. and Big Mike are going to finally fight? By the way, it's, I hope it's so. all right. I'm broke too. So <laughs> okay. So say you guys are going to do a twenty dollars shoot. What distance? And Scott, you call it twenty bucks. What's the shoot off? Twenty bucks. We'll do fifty something yards. Fifty something. So arrow for arrow. Like, yeah. Give him a pig. Ain't that yeah. something? He does. <laughs> you can, you can, can use whatever size arrow you want too. Uh-oh. We use. I got ASA targets. We use those. I got them little baby arrows, dude. Do I, I hear a call that. out here for the shoot? Everyone's gonna <laughs> All right. gather around. I'm down with it. Hey, look. Okay, so we're gonna have at lose. the shoot at the shoot June 9th. We're gonna have a call out pig. And we're all going to crowd around and watch Scotty nice. versus Stevie Mo. Nice, <laughs> Scott. When you lose fifty plus, so the minimum before is before you pay me. Yeah. Okay, so fifty so, to hundred yards, whatever you call it. You're gonna take that. Was it twenty dollar bill? Yeah. 
You're going to take that it's $20 a case of bill. Bush. I want you to roll that up and put it in the uh, wine cooler that I'm yes. <laughs> yeah. cooler. You're, you're, you're going to roll that $20 up. You're going to put it in that wine cooler. And you're going to have to, bro, you like, you know, the ice challenge, dude, you're going to have to get on one knee, slam that, grab that $20 bill and slap it on your forehead. This is when I win. Okay, yeah, shotgun so. a beer also. What? Scotty, I'm going to say I'm. Don't even listen are, to are we gonna throw? Can we throw side bets on this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, it's going to be a good one. This is going to happen. Scotty, never forget this is going to happen because I know Steve will because he won't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. Like, what? What, what bet? Steve oh, wow. losing bets how, all how, over tonight. Bullshit. How am I going to get embarrassed? You get. Beat? <laughs> and you're gonna drink a fucking twenty dollar bill out of a fucking wine okay, cooler? Yeah, you that's gonna embarrass me again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he was doing blowjob like... shots on ATA show. <laughs> one and one. Tired yeah, of no, I mean, maybe maybe one of our favorite hunting celebrities may have seen those Snapchats. I'm not gonna say I think who. They might have bought them. No, no, he saw them, bro. Scott, anyway. tell me about like when you go to these shoots, man. Is it a big wake up call for the people that are like? The dudes you always respected. Also, it is at a big party. The dudes you always respected, but you went there and shot against them, and then you realized, like, oh, shit, these guys are good. Like, the talent overall of this place. Like, what was... So, like, what I shoot at compared to, like, what the pros shoot at, like Christian Berry and Evans and mm-hmm. McCarthy and Morgan, you know. Who? Morgan who? Samantha. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Samantha, what she shoots. Them dudes. Babies. <laughs> I, I, She's having babies right I now. I have mad respect for the guys that can judge yardage to, like, 42.3. I like, can't believe that's a thing. nail it. And that's I what mean, Darren does so well. How do you well. do that? Dude, I mean, it is ridiculous. Like, I'm, like, I can half-ass get, like, 42, like, I'll be a yard off or something. Right. I'm like, yeah, man. They're like 42.2. I'm like, huh? how? Hey, but yeah, yeah. But, but and they go, at... they go two clicks on their their dial, and that's their two. Yeah, point and two. they they smoke it. I'm like, <sighs> okay. Let me ask you that because <laughs> Darren was talking about how you does know, that happen, man? That's the, the, uh, amazing, yeah, dude. The it's level it's that practice, it's 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 having the targets and practicing on. Yeah, the that's I mean, probably a huge thing. So is that why you said you have a collection of targets that you're going to bring to our shoot? Yeah. Is that why you have a variety to yeah. get, to see that different target at a different I just, distance? I just now got three of them, and from everybody that I've talked to from ASA tournament, they're like, you have to have the targets. Because you have to see these targets at forty yards, you have to see them at fifty yards. That's you how guys make money. They have all the yeah, targets. and that's what I set a target, and I walk back, and I turn around and look at it, and I go, it's "Thirty-two." You yards. walk out at a random distance and turn yeah, around. Yeah, I go, "That's thirty-two." Do you yards. get like like you? Got, you're judging body size because mm-hmm. we have deer that are. We have three different size Fuck. deer, and the coyote and the javelina. Or wait, eat me. I up. hear the javelina a lot. Do oh, we not? Dude. We've heard that a lot on the podcast. The yeah. javelina. They eat me up at yard. Like it's because of the spots yardages. on the javelina? No, it's how Size. small the target Size, is. Yeah. Yeah. The coyote and the javelina are like almost comparable in size, but they put them so far out. You're like, it's 56 yards out. Yeah, they look But I only shoot small. a 45 yard course. Right, and you're like, dude, like my head, so my the, head again, is telling yeah. me it's this yardage, right. but it's not. So the so, furthest it could be is 45, could be 47. Yeah. Okay, okay well, hold on, could be. maybe I misunderstood you earlier. 
it could be up to 47, or your rangefinder might be reading it. It varies on what they're using yeah, for yeah, a range rangefinder. Because he said okay, like, yeah, okay, 48. So it's yeah. like a, Compared to your rangefinder, it's like a it 3% be, okay, I got added you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Here, but, but let me ask yeah. you this. So, like, Darren told us this, and... Um, That's tough, man. Yeah. 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 It sucks. T-Bone told us about, like, you know, judging yardage about how we used to do it. You know, throw a basketball in the yard, but, like, throw it in the woods. Kind of figure out where that is. But Darren said that, you know, back in the day before there was range finders, this is how you had to get it done. Obviously, they're taking that handicap off, or they're they're putting a handicap on, I should say, and uh, and throwing range finders in, so it's known yardage. Um. He was on the fence because he's an old school guy, which is understandable. You're talking Darren? Darren Christianberry. Darren's an old school guy. And I believe that this is how the pro shoots should be, is unknown yardage. Like, you should be able to see that and figure out where you need to set your dial to. I mean, do you, do you think you feel all that, pro classes should be that way? I, I Yes, I do. On a, on a on a half level, but on the same level, I agree. Like I like Darren the said, known and unknown, though. That's did, cool. Yeah, but Darren did say he's like, dude, that unknown brings so many archers to the sport, and that's kind of what you but need. You got, but you got Vegas that's known. It is. It's all true, the way through, yeah, and people your, feel like oh yeah. motherfucker when they and shoot. Well, that yeah, all, all well, your Vegas shoots. Vegas is a spot shoot, so that's that's. But spot. it's your known. Your aiming. This is kind of your aiming, like consistency. From a spot shoot to a 3D shoot are completely different. I, I get it's different. Yeah. I mean, but it is. It's the steadiest of the steadiest, and who can keep calmest in a in a paper shoot? That, okay, that is true. I get that. Like, I get right. that. The guys that are there's guys that are just super good at shooting paper. I mean, yeah, awesome. And you but can they, tell it by seeing who's yeah. winning these tournaments. Yeah, but then, or no, who's, I mean, but then yeah, you see the targets, and you're like, okay, I I know obviously how to hold on these three spot targets, whether they be the Vegas Triangle or straight up and down. But now you go in and you see, okay, well, here's the Havelina, here's all the you know twelve spots, and if I'm not mistaken, there's a little fourteen spot on some of them right? in a shootout. All. In a shootout, so okay, your pro I, shootout will have a fourteen. Okay, so there's that added element to there where it's way off. I mean, obviously, on a Havelina that far, it's not that far off distance-wise, but really Do you is. mess with spot at all, Scotty, or do you not? Not really. Um, I I personally suck at paper shooting. I can't hold on a on a dot to save my life. I mean, what you're that, a you welder for a living. What's, Jesus. what's the difference between like a spot? Like a paper target and a three D. Is it just a more at home feeling on a on a three D target or Yeah, it's it's aiming at a body. Like a right. like a three D like you're aiming at an actual animal. Yeah, I get that. Like get that. my my left and rights change from an actual bag target to a three D target. Mm. Is it isn't like it funny how mental archery is? I always bring that up. It's, oh it's, it's nuts, man. It's, it's almost all mental yeah. to a point. Like my like I'll have to usually Every every shot I've been to, every shoot I've been to, shot. Um, hey, we're all running. Pa- it's in the yeah. past. It is the shot that you were. <laughs> but every at. every shoot I've been to, I'll go to the every bag shot, practice yeah. range, and everything will be hitting right. And I'm like, I was just at home, and I'm like smoking, like I'm smoking, like I'm shooting good. We're gonna. I go to the practice 3D range. I'll put three or four clicks in my my windage, and I'm because you were shooting right before. Yeah. Because I'm shooting, 
And there's problems with shooting above your pin, below your pin, side of your pin. I always drop out. I always drop below. Yeah. Always. Well, and I don't know how to fix it. I've added. You add a yard. I have done that, dude, but it seems like... Like, I, on my unknown days, if I'm hitting low, I'll add a yard or two. See, okay, I do that, too. Like, uh, spot, I shot yesterday, and I'm getting ready for turkey coming up, and I always drop out low. And I'm like, I put my sidebar on, my back bar, whatever you want to call it, and I put more weight on it, try and get me to hold that thing up. Mm-hmm. And I put an extra click on or roll my dial a little bit. I'm always low. I don't But... Know, it must be the way I hold or drop out on my pen or what, but... If you shoot, you hit... Your hunting bow, shoot it the same how you shot it from the last year. If you shot really good from the previous year, keep it that way. Right. The, the worst thing you can do is it's go to a shit. shoot and fuck with weights on stabilizers. Yeah. Because it'll change the tune of your bow. You just fight yourself. It'll, yeah. You'll you'll sit there and you'll you eat yourself alive. Right. I mean, you'll destroy yourself over setting up a bow. Okay, so let's do this, man, because this is like the perfect... This is like the best interview for this type of thing because... You're new. You're relatively green to the yeah, to the I'm, game I'm, of this. I'm and but pretty you know, much. But you know to enough it. to where you can help guys get into it. Like me, I got my green E35 in there that I'm wanting to step into. Mm-hmm. I I have it. What in my mind is set up for indoor, like yeah. just spot target is probably what I want to do. That's just to keep shooting the winter time. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summertime I'm shooting my hunting bow. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go back and forth. That's it. My hunting bow, and I'm gonna do indoor t- spot target. I think. Yeah, I might change my mind. I don't know. Um. What tips, maybe break it down three to five tips, make it simple as possible where guys, if they want to get into shooting year-round and fine-tuning their accuracy the way you've learned to do in the last year or so, what's, what are a few tips that you'd give? It doesn't have to be bracketed down within those, but just a couple of tips you could think off the top of your head. I would have to say uh, execution. Um, execu- as in what? Execution practice. Um, keeping the same muscles of what you've been shooting all year right. round, don't don't give it a break. Don't slack. Yeah, don't slack Which with it. Which is hard for a lot of guys. Yeah. I, I mean, winter hits, dude, you can't shoot 60 yards. You can't shoot all these long yardages that you want to get a sight tape with. There's a lot of guys that don't have a spot to shoot, even if yeah. they go to a shop or whatever, too. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you can shoot indoor, shoot indoor. Um, Like like my house I had in my, my archery room, I have a little target in the corner. And uh, I blank bail. I have no sight on my bow. I just practice shot execution, of keeping that muscle memory, mm-hmm. and just constantly just. If you can't if you can't shoot long yardages, which it sucks around here because we really can't. Uh, the yeah, there's no option for our yeah. QC area, Quad City area. But that that little bit that we can shoot, like ten yards, five yards, just practice that muscle memory. Get that muscle memory down. I mean, just same shots every time. Trying to get the same anchor point. Just shooting through everything every time. Right. You want to get that. Um, just keep at it. Tip one. That's yeah. Um, that, that's like a common thing, but it's most people don't do it. We all slack. I slack, man. I'll admit. I'll admit right now. The last I shot my bow indoor. Um, a month ago, probably, and the first time I shot my bow since then was. Yesterday, yeah. No, two days. Two days ago, I shot, and I'm I'm tapering back in. Mm-hmm. I was a little low, not bad, but just uh, it's just muscle. I lost it. It takes me and don't five days to shoot, and I'll get it back. If you're low, don't don't change nothing. Just keep shooting. Now, yeah. if you're consistently low, 
then yeah, change something. Well, the nice thing about single you know? pin for us is I don't change my tape for me. Like yeah. personally, if I am having like, an experience like oh, I'm being a dick back, like, I'm shooting low, I just roll my sight by the yard. Yeah, and then I've never if I'm ever left or right wrong, which is very rare. I'm not, I'm rarely ever. Um, it's just low, always low. I just click around. It's like almost like depends on the day, but it's not like I'm at 50 yards. I'm eight inches low. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing that it's. You're like a half inch. I'm aiming at a quarter size dot on my broad force target. The little tiny dots, and I'm below it low. That's what I mean when I say I'm low. That's why I say don't change anything because. Your hand grip on your bow could have changed, or you're being a bitch and you're shaking. A yeah, little bit. you're you're actually you're being <laughs> when you're when you're pulling into that shot. If you have a back tension, you're pulling into the shot and you're pushing away with the bow. Yeah, you're pushing and pulling. You're you're squeezing your shoulder muscles. But people forget that. I think. Yeah. How, hey, how so heavy you, do you think Kurt's uh, releases? It's if too you, heavy. If you had to guess, too yeah, heavy. Yeah, heavy. I messed with it. Really. He did. He was like, shoot. He's like, Jesus Christ. Mine's crank. heavy. Yeah. Well, I have it heavy for hunting, so I get to my click and I can yeah, chill. But it, but I, it works for I you. I set so. mine up so when I draw back, once I hit my chin, it clicks. That's scary as shit and to me. And then I start aiming. See, I don't like that. But the <laughs> thing is, I, you're, not, you're, you're wanting to kill a deer. Yeah. I'm wanting to focus on a half dollar size right, ring. Right, right. I want that nerve. Like, if I'm nervous... 160 inches coming. I want that. I want to be able right. to shake. Yeah. You know, that adrenaline rush. But I know that I need to be realistically, because I've had this experience this year, especially of squeeze, 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 and the deer is out of my lane. So yeah. do you, do you I think, want that. I want to go halfway between where you are and halfway to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Do you and think, that's going to take some fucking with it. Yeah. You know, you got to, you got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. That's right. You do. Yeah. yeah. It's a, that's a, that should be tip number two. Yeah. You got to get naked to put sweatpants on. Um, do yeah. you? That actually that's works really true. well. It actually <laughs> works. Yeah. Is it not true? Well, you don't have to get naked. You don't, Wait, get don't have to, naked. but it helps. Do you think that um, you know? Say, say a guy was uh, you know kind of in your situation, um, or in say Kurt's situation where you're shooting with the hex. It's a, a kind of a hybrid of back tension versus you know wrist strap it's the best transition man it's a fantastic one maybe not the best but in my opinion it's the but best. like but you're shooting heavy this is for a deer give me a cola um if you were uh if you were Thanks, thinking Mark. that he and then, scott i, I want to pick your brain like what what do you think if someone who's just now listens like hey man yeah i'd love to shoot you know back tension at some point but also you know they're shooting either a, a wrist wrist rocket or Whatever they're shooting, I mean, you're going to have two differences. How much would you change? I mean, would you go so far as saying, okay, look, I'm going to take what Kurt's shooting, the the Longhorn Hex, and I'm going to set that up for a hunting setup, but I'm also going to buy a second one and shoot that up for target and set it really light. Would you do that, or would you get two completely different releases just so you don't get used to, I'm shooting targets at this, but yet, when that deer comes in, I'm so used to shooting targets, I pinch off a shot too quick. Um, what do you think? No, I would... Uh, so, I have two releases that are exactly the same. I set them up exactly the same. If one sear fails on one release, I have another release. It's set exactly the okay. same. I don't want anything different because my shot process, That's I want it to be the same thing. Yeah. I don't want to change nothing with it. I did it last weekend. I went I went from a back tension and I tried my hunting wrist release and I shot a fucking five 
Like mm. there, there's that much anchor difference and that much time between my actual click and yeah. set that it it's so much different that it'll it'll mess me up that much. I've heard that too, like and a I, lot, like what you're just saying. But I've also heard like some of the pros say, I have the same release mm-hmm. or completely different releases set at different weights. It might be half pound mm-hmm. or less right. because it keeps them an honest shot for the surprise well, for the surprise. You can, have, you can have two different back tensions set at two different, like you can pull in two different clicks at different, like pull pressures. Right. And you can hit them both at two different times, but one, if you're getting used to the one click, that you're getting, you're going to anticipate that shot, right? It's Which gonna make is you, what I do now with my hex. It's going to make you antsy. Yeah, that's what it's I do. Gonna, it's you're going to go. It, it's going to go. It's yeah, going to go. Uh-huh. It's going to go. And then it finally goes. And you're like, oh. That's why I can't out. shoot a thumb button because I know. Well, you, you I can get rid feel of my that thumb release, on it. and you throw another release on, and you go. I think it's going to go, but your 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 main focus is on where you want to hit. Like that's where all your focus goes is where you want to hit. Not your release. Not your release. Don't ever think about what you're holding in your hand. Are you telling me so? Like some pros have two of the same release in the same bag. Yeah, for sure. Just whenever they reach in there, they don't know what they grab. Some have a thumb release. Some guys shoot a thumb release and they start anticipating the shot. That's how you get target panic. Well, I know target panic is such a fucking scary demon, dude. Dude, I couldn't even get onto the target. I was punching the trigger so bad. I couldn't even hit the target. I couldn't even get up to the target. Shit. Well, you know what I'm saying, like, dude. Like, it's like say, uh, say they got the new, uh, like, the Scott Advantage mm-hmm. set of me. Yeah, it's close to exactly the same because of the way that they set the with the two uh, moons on it. So he says someone has um, two of the exact same releases. One set for a pound. One set for a half a pound. Mm-hmm. Do you think any pros are doing this where they throw them in the bag? Both in their bag, and they don't know which one they grab out. Just to keep them honest, right? so they don't. I mean, is that something that anybody that, does? I don't. I don't know. Is that I even legal to do know. to have? Yeah, you can have two releases. There's guys that set up two different sight tapes for two different arrows. Okay. There's uh, like I shoot an Excel sight right now. Um, Boo! You got two different sides of that sight. <laughs> You can set one up for a lighter arrow. You can shoot two different sides. Okay. You can shoot two different arrows out of that bow. The same rest, but you know where each arrow is hitting. Right. The, you, you got know, you got two side tapes that are one above each other yeah. and one another. Like they're two different sides. Do you think that wouldn't wouldn't make sense to to do that though? What I'm talking about because if you're you always want that shot to surprise you is what everybody says. If those releases are exactly the same. And you're pulling back, you're going to be surprised because if you don't know which release it is, given that maybe some time has passed, you know, you're not going to feel the one that, oh, this is warm. I just shot with this. I know how it's going to react. You know, if it's the same temperature or whatever, you know, maybe the conditions have to be good. But do you not think that's a good thing to do? Or you think that's a stupid ass idea and I should just <laughs> I leave think it'd right be now? Personal. I think it'd be it's, personal. It's so personal, man. I think it's. So. What works for you and what don't work for you? Yeah, me. there's it's it's the same way with I mean really anything with how you're comfortable shooting. If sure. you're comfortable doing something, then do it. I mean, but I mean I don't shoot two releases. 
I tried it. I tried my hunting release last weekend, and it it was terrible. I shot a five with it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Threw it right back in my chair. Went right back to my back tension. But after that round, I flipped my my sear around in my release, and went to a click, so I could draw back, anchor, and right when I get to my anchor point, clicks. So I'm no, I'm ready to aim. I just want to aim. I'm not worried about the release going off. I'm not worried about that click. None of that. I don't know when it's going to go off. So but you, I'm, you're I'm, channeling your com, your concentration just on you have, what you you're shooting at. You have tunnel vision of where you want to go. Right. Because like, a lot of times when you shoot a certain release, a lot of your thought is on your release. Mm. Yeah. Like, and that's like, I know this. Like it, Your release will eat you alive. Mm-hmm. If, you can so anticip- if you can anticipate your shot going off, it will burn you down. Yeah. That is a good point, man. Because Mark, do you agree with that? Because yeah. I know you're, oh, yeah. you're kind of agreeing. I had, yeah, I had mm-hmm. some struggles with my index release, my in, uh, yeah. wrist strap, and I switched to the thumb. And the the way the thumb works great for me is I don't. Scotty's like, got a piece getting yeah, up. Yeah, like you said <laughs> earlier that you you can't shoot a thumb release because you can feel your thumb on it. But what I yeah. do is rest my thumb on the metal part. The part of the frame yeah but i did too but i know that i'm rolling the release into my hand oh, see i don't like i concentrate on the roll like i know what's gonna go with anytime it's rolling into it like i see that's that's what i did too when i rolled my hand i tried letting it roll forward i tried letting my fingers relax and i tried to roll it backwards i can't do that because then i'm thinking roll roll twist roll roll twist either roll, way roll your boat so Just i'm not focusing on aiming Right. But when I when I started doing it the other way, I didn't roll at all. I just pull, 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 and all I do is focus on aiming and pull, pull, pull. It just goes off, and it's right. like I shoot so much better with the thumb release than I do with the wrist release. It's weird for me because go ahead. I just use the wrist strap. The regular yeah, yeah, I just yeah. shoot just fine. And it, it, it works know. for you. I mean, but, but you go for it. But I need to also point out is last year at our working class bow hunter shoot, you were. Top three. Yeah. Oh, you were shooting like the, 90 yards in the yeah. some bitch. Somehow. So, like, <laughs> I'm just using a do you, well, regular release. What do you feel that you do when you re- execute a shot? Because we break down the thumb button. We break down the It's almost like we hate tension. it, but we really don't. No, we don't. But it's a it's a major part of your setup yeah, it's and something your shot that none execution. None of us use. Well, yeah. Eric what? still uses it. What's that? No, no, no. no. Eric, Eric uses the hex. That's right. No, he doesn't use the hex. The Scott. One of them. He uses the. Uh, um, it's I don't the, know what. I didn't even know what Eric button. uses. Eric uses the thumb button. What? Uh, you, what you, so what release are you shooting? Uh, the Scott Archery Shark, I think. So because it was recommended to me on. that like, hey, I shoot the hex when I practice all summer, and I go back and forth between this other hex. So Larry McCoy does other, that. Yeah, I need to. I think I want to do that. But how do you shoot? Like, how do you break down your hunting release shot? What's how do you do it? So I'll usually just put my finger against it, the back. Pull and it I back, pull. Make sure we're okay. good. You know, get all aimed up, and then I'll just slowly pull my finger back until it clicks. And once it hits it, I mean, it'll like you're shoot shooting it. a rifle. Yeah, basically. Okay. And that's basically just how I do it. It's pretty it easy. It clicks. Well, it doesn't click, but I slowly bring my finger back, and then once it—I mean, once you touch it, it's going. Once your oh, finger really? hits the uh, release, so it's so you have it set so light. Yeah, it's super. Like if you touch—I mean, if you're not ready, it's going to go. So you could probably shoot a uh, a wrist rocket like really easily if you set that thing. Really light, you know what I mean? Because you're essentially. I just love how we're having a great conversation. You fuck it up, 
I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> you fucked it up by interrupting me. Everybody's now looking at me. Yeah, my release is set really Everybody's looking at me because what, what, greatness is, is speaking. Uh, it's, I think it's, it's got to be the shark. It's it got our tree shark, yeah. What I did to break my target panic on a release like that was I would I would float, and then when I got to where I thought it was going to float back across exactly where I wanted I would slowly squeeze it off with my finger too. And that, I started getting, I did great with the targets on that, but I noticed that when I shoot animals, I mentally tell myself in the head, there it is. In other words, I'm on it, that's where I want to be, yeah. and I'd activate it. Oh, I would hit yeah. things left. And just and gun I, it? Yeah, and I really didn't feel like I was pulling super hard, but I was triggering it. What's bad is when you're floating, mm-hmm. you have a tendency. Floating is bouncing around around the target. Yeah, you're bouncing around. And then you go, now. Yep. You, yep. Target panic. You yeah. go up. That's target go, panic. Bam. Yep. Yep. Isn't that right? Exactly. Is that not target panic? You're, you're now is. pushing that arrow. You're yep. pushing the arrow away from you. Yep. You're you're yep. you're drawn back. And you're going now. Under yeah. my impression, yeah. you're hitting it off. Target right. panic mentally. Okay, imagine I'm holding two fingers up and there's a, a dot back and forth over it, over it. Now, now, yeah. now, pull, yeah. pull, yeah. pull. Rather That's what than, your brain's yeah. doing, right? Basically, is that target pain? Yeah. 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 Basically, yeah. if you make your bow shoot with your finger. Right now, right now, yep. right now. Go pain. now, go well, now. What I, what I yeah. saw, I saw this uh, documentary, and what they did was they took um, they took where this guy was looking, um, and they, they, it, it, it was shooting a pistol, but this still relates. It's, yeah, it's the same type of like scenario. Yeah. And Except they, the no release type. It's, exactly, a, but it, but you still got the trigger. But what they were showing was, um, they took the laser on a target, and they were like, "Here's target shooters. You know, um, people who shoot pistols for a living. Here's the average person." They were like, you know, they showed that they held really steady on the, uh, the on the bullseye, but. When they started squeezing the triggers, when that started well, kind of uh, yeah. anticipating, yeah. so it, it it is 100 mental because it was like, yeah, if they would have been able to squeeze that trigger off, they'd be making perfect shots as average people. So, but also when you squeeze a trigger on a gun, a pistol, mm-hmm. if you if you're right handed, your your hand's gonna pull your gun to the right. Obviously, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. It's it maybe it's different. Depending on your bow, how you have a balance. Like your bow has that stupid dish on the front, so it's going to shoot like fuck ball every time. Forty channels, bro. That's, that's the same as Yenavision. I got them every all. Every time I pick up your bow, Steve, I throw up in my mouth because that is the worst, dude. You pick your bow up, it is so unbalanced it makes me sick. So many like, love it. but it's it's Someone, balanced for Steve. No, it's not yeah. balanced for fucking anybody on the goddamn planet. So I picked. I'm up, not from this world. We were at the indoor we shoot. Case it's not balanced for Steve. That's what kills me because, dude, it, it feels so fucking awful. Bro, it feels we were great. We were at the DVA indoor uh, like a month ago, and this dude goes, man, I've always wanted to shoot an option six. Let me take a shot of this. I'm like, no, take the stabilizer up. Put my put my stabilizer on. I the beast stinger on there. <laughs> Don't. It just it makes me sick, dude. Yeah. You shoot it because someone told you to shoot it, and you didn't balance it to your bow. Nobody told me to shoot it. It feels like a pile I of don't dicks. like how it feels. You don't balance a bow. You don't balance the stabilizers to your bow. You balance your bow to your hand. At don't full stand draw. up for Steve right now because if you felt yeah. it, you'd vomit right in your mouth. <laughs> That's fine. That's right, but it is dr- bad, Scotty. Oh, here we go. Here Scotty, we go. let me tell here you. Let's hear it. It's bad. You Remember when I put my bee stinger on your bow and you go, oh yeah, that is nice. 
Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to sell you up, dude, because you wanted to prove a point. And you, I just you, know it's better for you. You were having a bad day, and I was like, yeah, yeah, Kurt, this is good. I wanted you to have a good day. Man, it's just that dish. I also say it helps that, because uh, back in the day, I was pulling like a 70-pound bow, but when I switched to the 60-pound impulse, it just feels a lot easier, you know, instead of floating around a target. Right, right, it right. It felt more centered. Right. Right. I, I will there say, you know. though, that... Yeah. When what I did was I would just start bending my fingers and keep them locked like that when I hit a trigger release. It's, that's how I broke my target panic is I'd just bend my fingers and lock my hands stiff straight. And then I would start to aim and pull and pull and pull. I did not bend any of my fingers at all. Dude, you get a French manicure. Just, You've got yeah, great that's, nails. That's, that's a good tip. call, actually. Good Lord. Because then, you're just pull, cause you, then you can't trigger it. So I just basically... Acted like all my four fingers were taped together, and just hey, I've been I've been good, seeing like releases that. that made, That's a good call. Made a huge do. I've been seeing a lot of like wrist releases that come out where they, it's like a three or four finger. Yeah, and the I less think fingers lot, you have on a release, the, the less torque you put yeah. on your D loop. Yeah, that's yeah. why a lot of guys mm. don't like four finger releases. Like I yeah. bought a, a Carter chocolate four finger. Yeah, um, that's why Dudley's releases the uh, it's no, two finger, two, the knock on, on, the silver back. That's why the knock to it yeah. is yeah. knock to it. That's why they're all two finger. Yeah, and that's why the hex is two finger. Yeah, technically. Yeah. What release do you use for hunting then, Scotty? Mm-hmm. What release do you use for hunting? Who? You, what release? release do you me? Use I use wrestling, dude. Yeah. Really? Oh. Well, which one though? But oh. you're with me then. So the way I think of it, and this is just me, a back tension will make you a better shot with any release that you have because mm. it is showing you in a, how to properly people, execute People will be like, oh, a thumb release is still the same as a back tension. Well, yeah, that's true, but a true back tension release... Is the best shot, dude? You know, do you remember that uh, Levi uh, Morgan videotape where he talked about that? Where he was talking about, he's like, dude, you, you get, huh? He said videotape, <laughs> the video tip. <laughs> oh, I said, <laughs> so videotape. Jesus Christ! But got how old am I? For, for anybody that I like, they're like, you know, how do I get more? How do I get more consistent out of any release? I tell them buy a back tension. Yeah, get a back tension. And practice it because you're you're using every muscle in your shoulders and your back, and you're pushing and pulling, and you're executing a shot. You're not focused on your release. You're focused on where you want to hit. Right. That makes that's perfect. That's sense. what you want to do. That's that's how you want to execute a shot. Well, you're not worried about your hand. You don't care about your hand. You want to worry about where you're putting that arrow. Yeah. And where, I where feel you, like that's a thing with me, man. Mentally, I. I think about where I'm putting an arrow. Maybe what it is is when I get to the peak of my prime during that season because I don't shoot all year consistently through the deep winter like I probably should. But I feel like when I'm at my peak midsummer coming into the fall, then I I think less about my release and more about where I'm aiming. I need to always try and – I feel like I'm so mentally harsh on myself on my release execution and on my aiming at the same time good, where it though. fucks me up. You want to do that. You want to be harsh on yourself. You want, but I feel like that causes me think to think too much about my release and how I'm squeezing my release. Because I'll get to my click and I'll be like, okay, keep squeezing, keep squeezing. I'm like, oh fuck, no, keep aiming, keep aiming. That's why I say shorten it up. Yeah, get it light. Shorten that up. I need to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good tip. Because if it tension. if it's shortened up. If you're hunting with a back tension, you're hunting with a back tension. Right yeah, now. I am. Yeah, it's a hex. Yeah, it says shorten it up, 
because you have less travel. Even if you do somewhat punch it, it's still it, it's still better than punching a trigger release. Like, like right. Levi Morgan explained it best is like with the caliper hunting release. Same video I was talking about. The videotape. <laughs> the videotape. This <laughs> he, is the same one. Yeah. The way he explained, like, um, this is when he did uh, name, name the, the game. game. It was. With a hunting release, a caliper style release, there's a cliff. You're on top of the cliff, and there's the bottom. Yep. With a hunting release, you jump to get to the bottom. Mm-hmm. With a backed entry release, it's a gradual slope to get to the bottom, as where you're squeeze, 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 and then you're there. I but you, but you shooting with that back tension all summer long, and you guys all here sitting at this table all shoot all summer long. Mm-hmm. You grab a back tension and you go through that steps of just being. You don't even think about what your hand is doing. You just execute a shot. Right. You can grab any release, no matter what wrist wrist release or whatever you want. It could be a cheap wrist release. And just do You're it. You're doing the same thing. That's Honestly, what I did now. This year. I can okay, because I've shot you, back. I use a so I forty. I use a forty dollar wrist wrist release during hunting season. That's all I use. I don't use no back That's tension. That's what I'm saying, trigger. dude. I'm going to play devil's advocate, but, you know, they say, oh, use two different releases, one with different tension, one with the other, less poundage to pull. You're don't do any there, of that. You're sitting there doing blind bail shots. You're learning absolutely everything that goes on with your shot. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to change it and, oh, geez, it the went whole, off earlier. Oh, geez, it went the off The whole later. point of blank bailing is not I mean, having a visual to aim exactly. off of. Exactly. All you're doing it, is You're executing, executing a shot. Yeah. That's all you're wanting to do. So, so, so you guys agreeing or disagreeing? So I'm confused. I do. I'm, I'm right <laughs> there with <laughs> we, you. We, we, oh, agree. Yeah, we agree. We agree. You guys are agreeing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I don't she see why you sit there and plan and practice executing Executing, executing, and then oh, let's change it. Oh, wait, yeah. oh, okay. Now let's exec- execute so, differently. Let now. me throw this in. This I love this dynamic with Archer. I love it, and I love that we can all. I don't think we're disagreeing, but even if we did, we right. wouldn't be fighting because this is a, a, the beautiful thing about archery. Well, and I love how we started off shitty and we got really serious about what yeah. we're talking about. So with my hex, and I, I admittedly I know I've admitted this ten podcasts ago, uh, maybe even more about certain situations I've been on with a white-tailed deer where I'm like, fuck, I, my release should be lighter. I fucked up because it's, it's my comfort zone. That's what I learned on. I, I kept it there. I didn't fuck with it. But it's, so, it's heavy because you're pulling with your hand. Right. You're trying to versus get... My, versus my shoulders. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get through that motion. It's taking longer because you're doing it with your shoulders, which is correct. But you're going, fuck, I should have been there. I should have been right. there right now. Yeah. And I'm not trying to go rip and rip that baby off. Because right. yeah. then I'm, I'd kick myself in the ass for making a bad shot. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't want to use your outside fingers. You don't well, want to just start squeezing. Well, it's two fingers on my hex. Yeah. And, and I'm always trying to pinch my shoulders together, but it's also a hand squeeze. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, the way I shoot, it's a shoulder pinch and a hand squeeze. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can't translate this for podcast land, but I'm doing the motion. Is I'm pushing my shoulder back but i'm also feeling it and i got my anchor you know See the but hands. there's also there's also a fine line of pulling and pushing too far <laughs> yeah there and is. you're gonna shove a shot left but, but yeah. what i'm getting to right, right now is so i have my release set at whatever poundage it is i don't know do i i'm gonna lessen it mm-hmm. a, a lot this year probably not not I don't know how much I'll change it before I go try and kill a turkey. Admit, yeah, a little I bit I will. Change it I'll keep it all. probably to where I'm comfortable. Yeah. But I'd, honest, it, honestly, I'd keep it where you're right at. Oh, I will. I will. 
but before deer season, I got all summer to practice. I'm going to lighten it up for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to do it in steps. I'm not going to just go fucking light as shit and yeah. just be all over the place. How do you feel about me bouncing back and forth? And I get, I'm, I'm raising this for conversation, <laughs> not raising this for just, not that I'm going to do this is what I'm kind of saying. Do I lighten it up and then make it heavy again? Do I lighten it up and make it heavy again? Or do I keep it at that spot and practice that all year and then go from there? Or do you, you know what I'm I saying, think, guys? I think, you need, I think you need to mess with it. I don't think you need to say, well, I went half the distance and that's the only place I'm going to go. Now, yeah. damn it, I'm going to learn that position. Just find where it's good you, and leave it. I think it's a timing thing. How long does it take you for your shot to go off? Mm-hmm. Get your shot sequence down to four seconds, five seconds, yeah. whatever is comfortable for you. Yeah. Where it doesn't take too long for that deer to walk off. Where if you're shooting a paper or phone, you got all day. Yeah. It doesn't matter as long as you know how to operate. What it feels comfortable for you. And that's the thing. I think my, my shot other, process is way too long. My, my, and your 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 hex is meant for hunting. It it is a back tension meant for hunting. Yeah. My other thing, like, I give a question, I guess, would be, would you just, would you suggest getting rid of the hand and the back? Wouldn't you just... Hand it? Ha- no, no, just back. Oh, just back? I, I, I feel you like your suggest, release has to be lighter to do just back. Right. I wouldn't, I mean, for me, it was a nightmare trying to roll or turn or any any time I'd move my wrist, it was terrible. Your shoulder has much more less mo- less movement, obviously, than your hand, so it had to be a lot lighter when release. You're, when you're well, drawing, when I draw, I go, I push and pull, yeah. and when I right when I get to my anchor, my, my release clicks. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I mean... Right as soon as I anchor in, it goes click. But then I'm ready to aim. Pulling. I want to aim. Right. Like right. I'm not worried about my release going off. Right. I go. I got to aim on my target. Yeah. I got. This is what I have to focus on. Is that where I want to hit? Right there. That's where I want to hit. I'm not worried about pulling right. anymore and going click. I'm not worried about that right. anymore. It already clicked right when I got to my anchor point. Mm-hmm. It's just putting I, it where you want it at that you're, point. After that click is when you focus. Right, that's what you want. Right, I get that. But then, but you can sit there all day at that click too. You still mm-hmm. got to do something else after that click, and it's probably you can, either, you can either let down, or you can. Well, no, what I'm saying is shot. you have to continue the back muscle push pull until yeah, it goes but, off. I don't. I'm just saying. I think that that is they make different. They make different more uh, accurate sears than like your your right. length of where you click to where you actually let off they make different lengths in that and it's i mean it's so short like i mean you can go click and just keep pulling it feels like it takes you half oh yeah 30 seconds to pull through it It feels like it's all like holy cow and then you you click and you go it's five seconds just bam it's gone but but when still, you're going, you see, you're flexing your arm. You're you're pushing everything back. You're pushing in a straight line. You're not letting down. You're not going up. You still pulled more. Goddamn releases are indie. This is a fucking more. rabbit hole. Here's dude, they're here's they're a do. motherfucker, dude. To, yeah. to like, dominate a release, here's what you do. You you take your release, brand new, out of the box. Piss on pull it. Pull the box and piss on it. I, mean, I was going there. Dude, I was going there. I was like, dude, you pee right on that bitch, and it's yours. Own it. Bite it. How did you know I was going I, there? Because you're an idiot. 
<laughs> the best way is just don't overthink it. Just shoot what you're comfortable at and just do it. I okay. Had, I had trouble dropping out, too, like you say you I, do. Yeah. And you know what? I hate to admit that it really wasn't that long ago that I actually felt my first actual surprise shot. I'm not going to tell you when. It was a while ago, but not not as long as I wished it was. Yeah. Like, oh! <laughs> and, and it came from a thumb release. It never came from a trigger release. Mark's mm-hmm. a thousand years and, old. So. And once I, once I experienced that, it was amazing. I was like, okay, now I know what I've been doing wrong. But see, it took me with a back tension to actually realize that, where oh, it took really? you with a, a, thumb, a release, thumb release, which they're both the same. They're both considered a back tension. Right. They're, it's it's yeah, just a different think, style of firing. I think, yeah, I think you got to mess with see, how yeah, you I've had that how mark, sharp I've you had set that, up that thumb release. Yeah. It's how fast you set up. See, I've had surprise shot too, but it's replicating that same type of surprise over and over and over again. Yes, it's a trick. Yes. And that's where I'm struggling. Right. But hey, it's the beauty of it. We'll figure it out. I think but, we need to close this podcast out, boys. One more thing. When I was aiming. <laughs> when Jesus I was, I Christ, Mark. I'm going to go home and go to <laughs> All fucking the damn bed. dumb shit you said. Come on. I got one more. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let the man speak. So basically, Put a wrestling reference in there. I, I watch so many videos. I listen to so many people and, you know, Let top guys in the world. Tell you, oh, do this. You got to do that. You know, and Top guys when I reference, when I turn my wrist back, when I let my release go forward, all that crap was garbage for me because all I did was, I'm supposed to be aiming, I'm supposed to be focusing where I want to hit, I want to hit. Okay, now I start. I I could just like picture my eyes going back to my backhand, going. Now I got to start letting it come forward. Okay, it's coming forward. Now I got to let it come forward more. Yeah. And you're not aiming. You're thinking too or much. Or I got to roll my wrist. I got to roll my wrist. I oh, got to yeah, roll yeah. my wrist. Now I'm not thinking about what I'm supposed to be thinking about. So I put my thumb on that thumb release. It can't move. It's sitting right there. And then I just pull, pull, pull. I don't activate it. Basically, the more I pull, the more my hand stretches out. And it goes off. Right. I never activate that thumb release ever. Relax your, can't relax your pointer it. finger. When you're pulling, go. You got, you know, like the release I got. What a bastard releases are, boys. Yeah. Pulling, I'm relaxing my pointer finger. Your strap is so easy. Dude, the best and release it goes off. <laughs> That's true. Doug hasn't said shit for the last 30 minutes. So my wrist just like, blink, there it is. Okay, yeah. Dude, the best release would be like if you had like four loops on it and they were on your hands and you're just like pulling your hands back and as soon as it all got tight, it would go It off. doesn't okay. matter what release you use, just do this. Just pull, 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 push, push, pull, 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 push, push. Don't twist your wrist. Don't activate it. Don't Stop touch it with your finger. Okay, but just pull. Let's do this, boys. <laughs> but we're, you can push run out pull of time. too much. Well, yeah, I hey, agree with that. We're running out of time. Archery is a beautiful thing. There's a lot of dynamics, man. Learn your equipment. Try to always improve. You never know it all. That's the beauty here. Like yep. we never know it all, oh, and no. that's the best thing about it. Yeah. If you knew it all, it would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I'm gonna the do? Moral of the story: It's a Fucking motherfucker! <laughs> Moral story: It's a fucking motherfucker. You're gonna make a great father one day. Um, piss on, just piss on, just piss on, piss on it, bud. Let me lead us in closing, guys. Thank you so much for listening, Scotty. Thank you for coming to our studio and bullshitting with us. You fit right in, brother. Oh, this <laughs> it was a fun, pleasure. Man. You did fine. You felt, hey, did not take a little bit. You felt right at home. Oh yeah, it's it where do you fit in anywhere? Okay, <laughs> ah, I Steve, like that. Steve, <laughs> calling the kettle fat. Steve, <laughs> you got your promotion comedy night coming up in, in three days. So from the release of this podcast, it's real or no two days. Oh, bullshit, dude! It's tomorrow. If you're listening to this when this podcast is supposed to be released, yeah, you're right. Some bitches tomorrow. Give the date. Uh-huh. Tell people that way they know because if it's Saturday, March 31st, uh, 2018, 9 o'clock. Be at Grease Monkey in Kelowna. 
Look at Scott. Illinois. He's already, he's, Illinois. Yeah. Scott is setting his watch that has two metal bands going Come on, across just it. Spit your game. <laughs> Absolutely free. <laughs> They've got like, great food. They've got cold up. beer. Show up. I'm going to tell jokes about aliens, pyramids, and bow hunting. Flat Earth. How original. What about Bigfoot? <laughs> oh, dude, I got a Bigfoot joke. Oh, fuck. I forgot about it. I'll bring it out. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> if you show up, I'll bring it out. I'll, well, I'll be there. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna go round table. Everyone's gonna tell us something positive, and I'm gonna close her out. Doug, tell me something positive, brother. Uh, me and Kurt are gonna shoot some big old griots, Rio's Kansas griots. I hope so, brother. Griots. Scotty, don't overthink shooting a bow. It's not that hard, <laughs> but just, it is. Yeah, Damn, it it, it is, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot your bow, Mark. Positive. Uh, it's tomorrow's Friday. And turkey season's coming, mushroom season's coming, and it's one day closer to bow season than it was yesterday. Nice. Steve, don't talk about golf. Tell me something positive. Or wrestling. <laughs> or wrestling. Just think. Just think um, Besides, you're going to lose two bets here in the next couple months. <laughs> if you're lo- if you're listening to this <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> Monday was the worst day of the week. That is one of the last Mondays you ever have to live in your life. So there you go. Okay. I don't Just know, it's positive or depressing? It's know. positive because fuck Mondays, dude. I hope I die on a Sunday so I don't have to see another fucking Monday. Dude, it's Thursday. Savage. <laughs> I'm hoping Sunday's the day, bro. Something positive is you just listen to Steve spit some knowledge and you know you know more than him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I love it. All right. Guys, we seriously, guys and gals, we appreciate the living fuck out of you go shoot your bow do better it's a work in progress we love you